Hello, beautiful humans. Time to tune into that frequency of healing humanity. We are so happy, grateful, and humbled to have you here again today with us. My name is Amber. I am a transformational business mentor. And I am Katie. I am a registered nurse and a quantum energy healer. Our life mission is to expand the consciousness of the collective with a new way of thinking and a new way of being in order to heal humanity through our mentorship and consulting work. We are building a legacy of like-minded businesses that are here to make a massive impact in this world. In this podcast, we'll be tuning into mindset, leadership, energetics, and serving the greater good to make this world a better place for generations to come. We truly believe that anything is possible. Every single person on this planet has unseen, limitless potential to become bigger than your current self. But for most of us, we weren't given the right knowledge to tap into our inner resources, to take the right actions, and to nurture that unseen potential. So welcome, welcome, welcome back to Healing Humanity Podcast. We see ourselves as leaders, healers, mentors, and homies to all of you here today. We truly are in this together and just aspire to inspire all of you to take actions that serve you, others, and the world at large. Let's get it. Welcome to today's podcast, beautiful humans. We have our guest. Take it away. What's up? My name is Kit. I'm a mindset coach. I help LGBTQ adults overcome their limiting beliefs in order to live in their authenticity. Today, Amber was so kind to talk about, to want to talk about leaning into fear. Mm. Yes. It's a big topic. It's a big topic. We're all afraid of something. Oh, and if you say you're not, you're lying. Yeah. And if you say you're fearless, you're also lying. Also that. Mm-hmm. Fear never really goes away as much as we'd like to think it does. It's just something you learn to live with and lean into, which is mm-hmm. what we'll talk about today. So yeah, let's dive into it. Awesome. Where, where do you want to begin? I'll let you lead. Sure. Um, well, one of the things that keeps coming up in my life is just like acknowledging the fact that I am afraid of something. Mm-hmm. every time it comes up i'm like oh i'm not afraid of that and as soon as i say that i'm like no i'm definitely afraid of that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever it is it could be a past memory it could be a situation it could be someone saying something it could be as simple as do i want to comment on this instagram post but as soon as you do that like as soon as you acknowledge the fact that there is some sort of discomfort there there is some sort of like there's a little bit of fear Mm -hmm. because you're acknowledging the fact that this is uncomfortable. And because fear is such a broad topic and it's so huge, when you start to lean into it, just lean into that discomfort just a little bit, you're like, what is this? Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Like why? And then the next question is, why does this make me feel uncomfortable? Why do I feel afraid of this? Is this something that has to do with me? Is this something that has to do with whatever the situation is and then just just unpacking that but because of the fact that like there's literal fear everywhere in the world and it is a constant battle to overcome it it's one of those things where you really have to understand yourself in order to be able to lean into that discomfort because you're like okay now am I going to start projecting all of this onto somebody else or am I going to take responsibility and say no no I have to figure out why I'm afraid I have to figure out what the root cause of this is so that I can then unpack it, overcome it, do something different with it and like shift it. Because when you start doing that, that's when you start realizing that that is a limiting belief. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's all fear is. That's the, the basis of fear is it's a limiting belief. Yeah. And then you just need to figure out why. Yeah. And would you say like with fear and then going into limiting belief, that usually because this is what I think of limiting beliefs it's like usually when a limiting belief or fear is present in my life I've come to realize it's usually a part of myself that I haven't yet acknowledged or yet learned like learned a part of myself that oh I can do this I am capable and I don't need to be afraid so it's like the parts of the ourselves that we typically either like shame or reject or we just like push to the side because we're not willing to learn that side of us because we're afraid of it because we fear it right and that's exactly what it is 
is when you start to realize that's what that fear is and you start leaning into it because that's where the discomfort comes is it's like you don't like you were saying I don't know this about me yet I love this topic keep going (laughs) because because it's like you don't know what you don't know but you have to be willing to acknowledge the fact that you don't know that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be open to learning it. Yes. Which is pushing yourself outside your own comfort zone. Uh-huh. Because even though you're learning, the only person you're learning about in this situation is yourself. Yes. You're leaning into something that you've never done before because you're like, wait a second. I didn't know I knew that about me. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't, or it, it could even be something as simple as I don't remember that. Like it could be something that happened to you when you were five years old, but if you blocked it and you don't remember that you knew that or that happened to you, that is a limiting belief because you, you pushed it away and you, you, you shut it and you were like, nope, never going to think about that again. But the thing is when you start shifting and when you start opening your mindset in, in order to be able to learn more about yourself, you're going to remember things that you don't that you forgot and it's it's that shift of being like okay now what am I going to do with this information am I going to accept the fact that this is something that I need to work on so that I can overcome it or am I just going to keep pushing it under the rug and I'm just going to keep kicking the proverbial can down the road and eventually I will catch up to that can again but I don't want to deal with that can right now so we'll just kick it as far as we can and say "Mm, that's a that's a future me problem but the thing is big perspective shift here to put it all together is that we don't typically realize that we don't actually fear the things outside of ourselves but it's the external world that makes us put the light on what we're afraid of inside of ourselves so absolutely big perspective shift for the listeners like it's not always what's outside of us it's actually what's inside of us that we fear so when people say like they're afraid of failure they're afraid of success or afraid of all of these things and I know you talk about this too, but actually truth be told, everyone's afraid of the power that they hold within. And that's why mm-hmm. everyone's so resistant to the truth of you are a hundred percent responsible for your life in every single area for every little thing. Right. And as soon as you, and the thing is, is as soon as you start taking responsibility for that, as soon as you start leaning into what you're afraid of, and as soon as you start understanding that you have, you have all of the power and fear has absolutely none of it. Mm-hmm. And you start taking it back. You start realizing just how amazing your life actually is mm-hmm. because you're like, wait a second, this is, this is just in my head. This is something that is just in my head. And the thing with the external world is everything is a mirror. Yes. So, so whatever you're dealing with on the inside is going to be shown on the outside because you have to have the external like knowledge and and sight to be able to see what's going on in the inside yeah as within so without yep so when you start focusing on like even if you don't want to focus on what you're afraid of the world will show you exactly what you're afraid of because you'll just constantly see it mm-hmm. and and if 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 one of the things that like you're afraid of is being seen but you want to have like an Instagram profile that is like has a bunch of followers on it. it. Goes hand in hand in order for you to be seen and have a bunch of profile, like have a bunch of followers on a profile, you have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that constant, consistent pushing of yourself to be just outside your comfort zone where you're like, I'm going to post this thing. And I guess we're just going to see what happens. Do I want to be seen? Maybe. Well, you can't have a maybe. (laughs) Do you want to be seen? Yes or no? It's a yes or no question. If the answer is yes, then you're going to do it regardless. If the answer is no, now the next question is why. It all comes back to why. And one of the things that I remember from our last podcast is I said that one of the most powerful questions in the world is only three letters. It's why. And it's because you can take why to the nth degree. You can literally just ride that train all the way to the end because it will never stop because that's the whole point of learning about yourself is you are a limitless being 
You are. So when you start asking yourself why, it goes on forever. It does. It really does. I think about little kids that come in this world and they're like, why, 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 why? Yes, it's annoying, but like truly they just want to understand. And like, well, right. Get older, it's like you stop asking why, but like, why? Again, the powerful word, word, like, why did you stop asking yourself why? Because <laughs> like, we were, because, be, I mean, dudes, realistically, it's because we were conditioned to stop. Exactly. This is what shut your mouth. Right. And it's because that's how it was passed down. So like when you start dealing with facing your own fears and your own limiting beliefs and you start asking yourself why and you start answering yourself, here's that's where the kicker is. You can ask yourself why all day long, but that next step is to then answer the question. Yes. If you don't answer it, you're never going to understand. Like you were saying, knowledge is crap. Anybody can know anything. It's the applicable knowledge that when you actively start taking the knowledge that you know, the stuff that you know, and you apply it in your life and you actively take the responsibility of putting into practice what you understand, that's when your life shifts. Because you just answered the question, why? It's a really hard step to take and it's a really scary step to take too. Because you can have as much book learning as you want, but where do the street smarts come in? To use an analogy, you can take all the schooling you want to. You can read every single book that has ever been written in the history of the world. But if you don't apply all of that knowledge, you're literally stuck in a library. You are. A hundred percent. You got to live the knowledge. We don't want to just stall the knowledge. Well, that too. Absolutely. Just like and then, apply it, not just hold it. Well, right. Because like you can. I've learned every single bone, every single organ, every single muscle, fiber, everything in our bodies. I've learned all of that stuff in school. I don't know any of it. I can't tell you any of it right now. <laughs> because I wasn't. Right. I didn't apply right. it. So therefore it didn't actually integrate or like go into my subconscious so that it would be in the long term memory store storehouse. Mm -hmm. It's very short lived, like study and done. And that's how a lot of people use knowledge is they just try to hoard it with buying a bunch of books and learning about all these things. But like, when are you actually going to apply it and make it useful? Right. Knowledge, applicable knowledge is wisdom. Yes. Yes. That's the word we're looking for. Because the, the, the wisdom comes in taking all of that knowledge and doing something with it. Exactly. Like when you're, if, if to continue with the, the library analogy, if you're stuck in a library, you can say that I have traveled the world because I have read every single book about every single country. I know exactly what it looks like. I have seen it in my mind's eye. I, I can tell you all about the language and the history of the country and blah, 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 and whatever. But if you never actually step foot outside of that library, you will never physically experience what it means to be in that country. Because, yeah, books are great. You can travel the entirety of the existence of the planet because of all the books that have been written. But just because you can travel in your mind's eye doesn't mean that all of that knowledge that you have can be taken anywhere. Yeah. Because in order for you to take that knowledge somewhere, you have to step outside your comfort zone. You have to walk out the door of the library. You. To experience the real world. Huh. In the current reality. Huh. Uh Uh-huh. And that's why this topic of fear is so important because all of this really comes down to fear like you just have to step outside that comfort zone lean into the fears and keep leaning into it and just for everyone listening to like fear is a natural part of our human existence like it's a part of the brain that has been hardwired since we were cavemen like if you want to think about comfort zone and analogy like think of a cave when you were when we were in those days and we were cavemen we were in the cave that was our comfort zone every time we went outside of that cave in that comfort zone someone outside of our tribe would either come attacking us or come trying to grab our food or whatever it was. So then it was like 
like fear, 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 fear. I'm going to go back in my cave. I'm going to go back in my cave. I'm going to go back to my normal tribe, my comfort zone. Like that's the same thing in today's world, but there are completely different ways of being when it comes to caveman's existence and today's world's existence, because we have literally every, all the information we ever need to make our best lives possible, to have whatever we want, to be whatever we want. So there's no reason that we should have any fears inside of us. All we need to do is take action to overcome those fears. Like the real question that really got me through every single fear that I've leaned into was, am I going to die? That's literally all I did. Am I going to die? If I'm not going to die, then I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Starting a business and reaching out to strangers online. I'm not going to lie. It's scary. It's weird. It's awkward. You feel like you're annoying. You feel like a pester. You feel like all of these things. And it's like, I just had to keep doing it until it became my new comfort. Then I wasn't afraid of it anymore. So just for everyone listening, just know it's a natural part of your existence, but like, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to get out of the fear? Yeah. And it's the breakdown of, and, and one of the, one of the quotes that I've consistently been, been hearing through like scrolling through Instagram or whatever is in order to break through, you must first break down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a hard concept to think about because the last thing somebody wants to do is break down. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's there's the, there's a level of fear that comes with that because you're like this is hard. Mm-hmm. This is uncomfortable. This is this is not fun. This is like realistically in the moment you're like this is negative helpful. <laughs> but at the same time it's because you are in the moment. But like you were saying, am I going to die? No. What you're doing is you are shedding. It's like coming out. It's like a it's like a, a butterfly or an insect that's shedding their old skin. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's not fun. It's negative, helpful in the moment. But as soon as you get out of that, as soon as you shift your mindset to being like, okay, I'm not breaking down. I'm breaking through. Because, like, breaking down, you're like, I have no control over this. Or you feel like you don't have any control. And that's where the fear comes in, is because when you start releasing that control, you're like, wait a second, this is scary. I don't know what I'm doing. But at the same time, it's, you're not release like, you're releasing control, but at the same time, it's one of those, like, weird dichotomies because you're releasing control, but at the same time, you're also gaining back power. And it's like that weird gray area of like resistance too. Like you're letting mm-hmm. go, like at the same time, like you're gaining power, but also still trying to control of the letting go of control. So right. Very like, in the beginning, like, yeah, it's fine. But like, no, it's not fine. Right. <laughs> it's it's kind of like when, when you're, if you're, here's another analogy for you. Um, when you're in a boat and you're holding onto the motor, you can push it in any direction and that's the way you're going to go. But if you are stuck in your comfort zone, your motor is pushed all the way to one side and you're just spinning in a circle. You're going somewhere, technically. You're going in a circle, but you're not actually going anywhere because you're staying exactly where you are, doing exactly what you have always done. And there's, there's a level of control that happens when you release control because when you are stuck, not stuck, when you are staying where you are, you know exactly what's going to happen. But as soon as you start to take back power and you release control, what you're doing is you are pulling back on that motor. You're straightening the front of the boat out and you are actually going somewhere. You have a direction. You have a heading. You're like, I'm going this way what way that is i don't know but it's a direction and there's there's that you're taking back power because now you are in control of the boat you're in control of the motor you can direct where you're gonna go but at the same time you have to release your same patterning of going around in a circle to go in a direction Because a circle is not a direction. A circle is a shape. A direction is a line. Because lines keep going. I mean, yes, circles are great because they're infinite. They just keep going. 
but that's also a problem because they just keep going. <laughs> and we, can <laughs> we can spiral up. <laughs> right. But so it's it. That I one love what you said about like before the breakthrough. There's always the breakdown of being able to shift your perspective of I'm not breaking down. I'm only breaking through. Like I just want to say to everyone listening, like through my mentorship experience and like coaching so many people to this day, like it is so true. Like you are going to start working on yourself and just like Kit said, it's just going to bring up everything for you. And I see it over and over again, like session two to three for my clients are like, Amber, what is happening? (laughs) They're like, why is all of this stuff bringing up? Like, I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. There's so much discomfort. Like I'm afraid, da, 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 da. Like this is normal. It's a part of the process and trust the process to get to the other side of it. One of my, um, clients nick i love that he says this because it's so valuable but he started doing cold showers so cold showers put a lot into perspective for you when it comes to fear and getting outside of your comfort zone because when you do a cold shower you have to get in the repetition of like doing it and being able to sit in the cold and turning it into comfort and all of those things so you are in that like that, that that kind of like that fear state before getting to the other side. And then after you get out of a cold shower, it's like, oh, that was actually really nice. I'm going to do it again. So every single day when he's working on himself and growing and stepping outside of his comfort zone, he just brings that into everything that he does. He's like, it's just a cold shower moment. He's like, it's going to be a little freaky and then I'm going to be fine. And it's going to feel awesome. And it's so true. So a good way for people to start working on fears or even thinking about diving into that and stepping outside their comfort zone could be starting with a cold shower one minute a day and turning it into two minutes and building that momentum as you do with everything. I don't want people to go out there and go after all their fears, but you do it one by one by one and the baby steps will take you so far. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, it's, it, you, you, you're building habits and it, 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 they're not going to happen overnight. They're, nothing is going to shift immediately because your your entire existence has been built up until this point. So like just just because of the fact that you want to change doesn't mean that you're going to in an instant. Like that's not that is not how we were designed. There is a process into evolution. And that is a very conditioned like human way of being. Oh yeah mindset like when you start working on yourself and then you realize all the areas you need to work on it's like my life is a mess like I have so <laughs> broken but it's like no you just you pick one area you start working on it you, you clean that one up and you go to the next one you go to the next one you go to the next one right and that's that's the thing is it's like that's the 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 beauty but also the overwhelmingness of like doing your own self-development is because when you start, nine times out of ten, well, I don't even say nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, you have nowhere to start. Because you have to start everywhere. Because mm-hmm. you're like, no, I have to change everything all at once. Right now. I need to become a new a new human being yesterday. When you're like, wait a second, I didn't even know what I was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> this is today is my first day of of doing this. It's the same reason, like, why in school. Every like you you as a as a five year old you're not being taught college calculus. Mm-hmm. You're you're first being taught how to count from one to twenty. <laughs> if you don't know what one is, how are you going to break down some sort of? I don't even know calculus. I I stopped taking math after algebra. But when when you do something like that, it's a buildup. It's the same thing with self-development in just the reverse. So now you're not like what you're breaking down is your conditioning and your fears and your limiting beliefs. And you're not breaking them down in terms of a negative. What you're doing is you're breaking them down so that you can pull them apart to figure out what serves you and what doesn't. It's all a filter system. It's not that you're, 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 trying to like change yourself so completely that you're a brand new human that's the end process that's like the end desire is to be a brand new human and to be the best version of yourself but in order to get there you have to take the things that no longer serve you and get rid of them and those are the things like i'm not good enough 
I don't believe in myself. I don't love myself. I have terrible self-talk. All of those things are conditioned, limiting beliefs and fears that we have been taught through society and culture and schooling and parents and friends and family and everything because that's the world right now. But when you start taking full responsibility and you start acknowledging the fact that this is going to be scary and this is going to be very hard, that shifts it because you realize that it's like, no, I'm not afraid of myself. Realistically, you are not afraid of yourself. What you are afraid of is the fact that you are completely limitless. You are insanely powerful. Most people are out there like fighting for a version of themselves that's not even them. Like that's what's coming to mind when you're saying all of this is like 90% of the world and that's just a vague statement but like 90% of the world doesn't work on themselves so that's why I always say 90%. But 90% of the world is literally out there fighting for a version of themselves that's just their conditioned way of being. They're out there fighting for an image for the person they think they have to be, that they need Mm -hmm. to not who they truly are right so it's not that we fear oh, i love this conversation i feel like it's- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's not that we fear even in the beginning when we're like yeah we fear our power and we, right now like it's not so much that we fear ourselves and our power but we actually do in a way fear what we could be because it is different from what we are used to being and what we're told to be and what we're seen to be so stepping outside of the normal or the compliancy, it's scary because how are people going to perceive you? How are people going to look at you? It's a, it is a, it's a scary thought in the beginning because you're so used to wanting to be accepted, wanting to be validated, wanting to put on a show for everyone, to get appraisal, to get the approval, all of that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with any of the things that we're talking about. Like it's just everything we're talking about. It's all a part of the process. Mm-hmm. Like when people look at me, it's like they assume like, wow, Amber's just so awesome and just so up there. And I'm just like, I have not always been this way. Like it took years of work to get here. I was living in fear. I was insecure. I was afraid of people's opinions. I was afraid of all of these things. I had to work on myself to be at this level of like, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah. like, even at this level of I don't give a fuck, there are times where I do give a fuck about what people are saying. And then other times I'm like, yeah, it's invalid, moving on. So I just want everyone to know, like, when it comes to fear, it is a part of the process you do have to overcome. Well, right. And and tap into your greatness and be yourself and be your best self. You have to overcome or I, want, I don't even want to say overcome, but like walk with fear, lean into fear, learn that it's not there to harm you. It's actually there to inspire you because I love I saw Nora's comment on your post and I never even like put the two and two together, but I love it. It's like. On the other side of fear, it's actually excitement. And it actually mm-hmm. excited to like learn about yourself more and challenge yourself more. It's like, okay, if I can overcome this fear, where's my next fear that I'm going to overcome? Right. So it's like you get in the repetition of like leaning into fears. And when I first started my business, like that year, I promised myself and I did commit to this. I did one thing every single day outside of my comfort zone. And that's really what helped me just lean into fear. Right. It's that it's that one thing. It's only it 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 starts with one step. I was little as just for the listeners real quick, like it can be as little as like taking a new route to work for the day. Like if you're not used to going a different way, that's still stepping outside of your comfort zone. You could go to a restaurant by yourself. You could reach out to a friend you haven't reached out to in a while. That's uncomfortable. Like wherever it is, like do something once a day outside of your comfort zone and you'll really start to show yourself like how capable you are and how powerful you really are. Even the smallest of things that you think are stupid, they're not stupid. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. The thing I always used to tell myself too is like, make the fear so stupid in your head that it's stupid if you don't do it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because because I also, with that, for listeners as well, tips on overcoming fears like I did a lot of fear dumping and that still helps me to this day like if I feel resistance or like anything towards like anything or anyone like I will always like just do a fear dump is what I call it I just get it all out on paper how I'm feeling how I'm seeing it and then it makes it it makes me one 
it makes me number one, like detach myself from the fear. Number two, it allows me to analyze it by myself instead of in my head. And honestly, through all of the fear dumping I've done, analyzing your own fears on a piece of paper, you're like, wow, this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's kind of silly when you sit there and write about it and then read it back to yourself. It's like, hey, really? <laughs> That's what you're afraid of? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's go do this. <laughs> <laughs> let's Let's start there. <laughs> But it's it's also, and I mean, going off of this whole thing, the hardest part about fear and the thing that it always manages, and this is why, it, at least for me, this is why it always manages to stay in control, and I'm using air quotes on control, is because it doesn't want you to acknowledge it, that's where it keeps you. As soon as you start to acknowledge the fact that this is uncomfortable, I'm afraid, or this makes me feel X, Y, Z, or you actually acknowledge the fact that this is this is a fear. As soon as you do that, it loses its hold. Because now you actually, you, you, you shone light on it. Mm -hmm. In order for you to see something, you have to be able to see it. And that's where it goes back to you don't know what you don't know. But the thing is, you have to be willing to find out what you don't know. And it's a hard thing to do because you're like, wait a second. Now I have to acknowledge that I'm afraid. And that takes vulnerability. True vulnerability. And not a lot of people want to be vulnerable with themselves. You don't have to be vulnerable with anybody but yourself. Yeah. We're not asking you to stand on top of a stage naked and say, pick out all my flaws. <laughs> We're asking you to stand in front of a mirror for 30 seconds, look yourself dead in the eye and say, I love you. You do that, dear listener. Set a timer for 30 seconds on your phone. Stand in front of your bathroom mirror or a mirror on your wall or wherever you have a mirror and look yourself dead in the, dead in the eyes and say with 100% sincerity and mean it with every single fiber of your being, I love you. And if you can do that for 30 seconds, that is probably one of the hardest things you will ever do It is at first <laughs> to start doing it is incredibly uncomfortable, it is incredibly scary, and it is massively vulnerable. I still remember the first time I did mirror work. Too. I was like, oh, dear God, what did I just do? <laughs> like, I couldn't even say it out loud to myself. I said it in my head. But the first time I did mirror work, I, couldn't, I could look at myself in the face, but I could not say anything out loud. It took me probably two or three more times before I was actively able to vocalize, say the words out loud to myself while looking myself in the eyes, nowhere else, but look myself in the eyes and say, I love you. That is fear. Yeah. Because that is you taking the opposite of fear is love. So when you tell yourself, I love you, that's an incredibly scary thing to do. I can promise you. I can promise you. I was like, man, Amber and I are both sitting here nodding at each other going, it's really fucking hard, man. Like, it is one of the hardest things you will ever do in your life. I can promise you. But on the other side of that fear is excitement, love, and acceptance. And it's that first step it's that first step i heard a quote the other day and it says it's the start that stops most people yes <laughs> i don't know what is <laughs> it's the start that stops most people it's the reason why when the new year comes around in terms of the new calendar year so january 1st there's a reason why most people who set New Year's resolutions, don't follow through. You don't set a New Year's resolution. You don't set a resolution at the beginning of a year. 
because everybody does it. It's a thing. It's a fad. It's whatever. You want to change your life? Pick a random Tuesday. Pick a random Wednesday. Throw a dart at a calendar and say, that's the day I start. And then start. Don't wait for a Monday or a new month or whatever. Start right now. Start today with what you have. If you're listening to this podcast, put it on pause. Go stand in the mirror for, for go stand in front of a mirror for 30 seconds and say I love you. And that's your day one. And there's your day one. Done. You just start and never stop. That's my favorite saying. Start and never stop. Because it is it is the start that stops most people. Right. So start and never stop. And if you need help, there are two coaches right here that you can say, hey, help me. Yes. And this is why I shameless so plug. <laughs> Coaches are valuable for many, 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 many different reasons. And I don't say this because I'm a mentor. I know because I continue to invest in my own self, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But I'll just say one thing with mentorship for the listeners, you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't, have not invested with a mentor yet, you just don't know the value and what's on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. It's because, okay, one more thing I'll say on it. I'm like, I'm only going to say this, but one more thing is like, we are able to package everything that we know and we've learned and grown within ourselves and give it all to you so that you can mix all the ingredients and you can continue yeah. up in your life. That's all I'll say on that. You just don't know what you don't know. Right. And the thing is, is like once you start acknowledging the fact that you don't know what you don't know, you are there's there's a tiny little fear that you just overcame. Mm-hmm. And yes, and with fear and resistance, like why people stop, it's because that fear starts to come up, right? It's because that resistance starts to come up. Mm-hmm. And not press past that right it's because and i one of my mentors told me this once his name is jared jared told me one time like people deal with trauma and people don't go far in their lives and they deal with fear because they don't have the support and they don't have the tools so as soon as people reach that resistance and fear within themselves they don't know what to do with it besides go back in their comfort zone to what they already know because your your thoughts as we all know 80% of your thoughts are the same thing as they were yesterday. And most of those thoughts are negative. And if you're not constantly rewiring your mind to step into new things for yourself, because everything starts from the inside out, then you're always going to go back to where you started. Yes. And also 95% of your programming is subconscious. Yes. And like, that is the thing that literally got me started on my mindset journey, kid. Like when I first heard that statement, that 95% of our life is subconscious, I was like, Oh my God, no fucking way. I need to figure myself out. Like that is literally what took me off this whole like rabbit hole of working on myself. It was when I, oh, first, yeah. I was like, no way. And then I learned about all the stuff in neuroscience and psychology and all these things and just started put, putting it all together. But like, I just don't understand. I'm saying this too, because like, I don't understand how people can like know that, but not do anything with that. Like if you're not proud of the way that you are, or if you're doing things in private and you're trying to put on the show for people and like all of these things that you do in your life that you're not proud of, understand that it's not your fault entirely. But if you worked on your subconscious mind, you could get rid of all of those things because it's it's you like consciously and intentionally acting on these things that you're not proud of, but it's your programming. That's like, you, you just do it because you're programmed. It's literally like a computer. Right. I don't understand. I don't understand, man. If you know 95% of your life is subconscious, why would you not want to work on it? <laughs> it's because we were conditioned not to. Exactly. We are constantly, constantly told through, especially now through like the media and the news, everything is fear-based. Yep. Yes. Because they want you to perpetually be afraid of stepping foot outside your front door. And it's if you stay if you stay in your comfort zone, if you stay in your house and you don't do anything, you will be safe. Mm-hmm. but will you so realistically anything can happen at any time mm-hmm. like literally anything can happen at any time yep. so in order for you to stay safe realistically i mean this is an absolute extreme you should not move you should not breathe you should not move you should not do anything because anything can happen at any time but on the flip side of that, to the absolute other extreme, is as soon as you start taking absolute responsibility for yourself, all of that shifts because you're like, wait a second, 
absolutely anything can happen at any time. So basically, if I focus my mind and I take responsibility for everything that I ever do, I can manifest a million dollars into my bank account right now? Yes. Am I going to say, am I going to say that that is actually going to happen? You just spit out to the universe. I want a million dollars in my bank account. Bang. And you look and you're like, well, what the hell? Why isn't it there yet? <laughs> if it was like, uh, <laughs> if, if only it actively works that way. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you start reprogramming your mind and you start on this self-development and you start figuring out that 95% of your programming is subconscious and only 5% of what you do is your active, conscious, decision-making mind, when you flip that and you say, wait a second, so you mean to tell me that there's 95% of my brain that I can use to do whatever I want whenever I want it? Yeah. yeah. So guess what? You can change your mind literally at any time. You just have to do literally little. You can change it anytime. Little effort, big results. That's Huge results. Simple, but we always say it's simple, not easy. But like literally, it's little effort. It's like ten or fifteen minutes a day of really doing the reprogramming. Right. Results in your life. Right, and it's even if it's just one thing. You can pick one thing every week that you want to work on. You can pick one thing every day that you want to work on. It doesn't have to be massive monumental changes. Like sometimes that is what you need to like kick yourself into that next level is yes, I need to like move out of my hometown. I need to like drive across the country for whatever reason. I need to do something huge to change my life. Okay, fair. But that is also massively scary, too, because now you're definitely doing something that's really far outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to do that, if you don't want to drastically change your life to the point where you're like, now I have zero control. Do one thing. Do the one thing that is just scary enough that makes you face your fears. If that's going to the grocery store and actively having a conversation with the cashier when you check out, there's your one thing. If it's meditating and being alone, there's your one thing. Yeah. On the speaking of being like if being alone is with your fear, and if you're afraid to sit with your own thoughts, that's the first place you need to start. And yep. if it's too much to do on your own, you immediately know you need to seek support. And like. Mm -hmm. if supported your life before for the listeners start with therapy you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta start letting it out and then just see where you go from there but therapy is the place to start if you've never seek support before but if you are afraid of being alone start there because i looking at my uh instagram like insights from last year believe it or not most of my posts that were um whatever like most engagement i don't even know most engagement comments whatever it was actually the ones that talked about solitude and being alone because so many people in this world are afraid to be alone. Well, that means because like the and and I think the reason why is because it goes back to that caveman thing that you were talking about. When when you're talking about like being part of a tribe, like being a part of a tribe, especially during caveman days, meant survival. When you were by yourself, that was a death certificate. That was instant death. Because during caveman times, we were not the top of the food chain. There were bigger, faster, stronger, whatever, predators that would look at us and be like, hmm, snack. But now, and, and because of that, because of the evolution, because that's how we were hardwired, and it is in our being to be a part of a tribe, when you choose solitude... You feel like you are choosing death. You really do. Because everything, especially now, with instant communication, with our phones and computers and whatever, like you can pick up, you, you, you have a handheld computer in your hand that is like four inches. That can connect you to anyone anywhere in the world. Instantly. But when was the last time you connected with yourself? And because, 
because everything is instantaneous, especially in terms of connection, when you start having to force yourself to be by yourself, that's when you start realizing there's so much more to life than everything outside of me. And that's also where the fear comes in because the shift from having all of that external val external validation with instant gratification, when you start having to shift it inside and you start having to be by, not even having, when you start get getting to be by yourself and learning who you are and figuring out your needs, wants, desires, all of those things, when you start drawing that in, you start realizing that all of the things that are outside of you really don't matter. In terms of monetary things, obviously connection is insanely important. Like it is what... Like a lot of the things don't matter. And a lot of people that I've come across, and even like in this house, because we live with Katie's mom right now, and we also have our friends that come over all the time. But a lot of people learn this with age, like things you care about when you're younger don't fucking matter. But like, they don't even matter when you're my age or younger, I'm 26. But like, when you're my age or younger, they still don't matter. But it's up to you to realize that. It's mm -hmm. like, right. They're just things actually that came up today I have an old friend and she was very um just kind of like uh like she's like you you need to respond to her instantly or it's like game over and like I very much used to be that way which is so weird because like I just <laughs> I'm working on my responding <laughs> right now because like I'm one to known to not respond to everyone but anyways this friend like in the past they had been very like suffocating in that way like you need to respond or else you're a bad friend kind of vibe and I was just like mm -hmm. or like and I just kind of left it at that but now they've come back into my life and like now they're not like that anymore because they spent time in solitude and now they understand that it's not anything to do with them when I don't respond like they needed to learn these things but in order for them to learn these things I had to give them that space and pull myself away like I'm not here to tell you any of these perspectives these are like for you to learn so I just left it at that and they came back later mm -hmm. But they had to learn those things on their own just for everyone else as well. Like we can say all these things and it sounds, you know, like, oh, I should be spending more time alone. But are you actually going to do it? Mm hmm. Because it can... starts it starts small. It starts really small. Like realistically, five minutes by yourself in silence is the first time you do it. If you're not used to sitting by yourself in silence, five minutes is excruciating. It is. It really is. It's a lot. It's the lo it's it's going to be the I'm going to tell you right now, dear listener. It is the longest five minutes of your life. I can promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, once you start realizing that, like, and it's not even a bad thing. Like the reason that I love meditation so much, and this is coming from someone who has ADHD. I mean, like, you and I both know when Many, when and Manny Jen's over here and we meditate. It's possible. <laughs> oh, it is. I know ADHD, many gens, like the the two things that will not like you don't sit still, you can't do anything. The the shutting up of the mind is almost impossible. But with that, when you start actively focusing that intensity on inward silence and stillness and calmness, you are allowed. Because you are allowing yourself, you are giving yourself permission to slow down. You're giving yourself permission to go against the grain of constant go. Like our society nowadays is go from birth. Like go from like seriously. It's the same reason why our healthcare system only like insurance. You only get six weeks as a parent. Six to 12 weeks as a parent after just popping a human out for and growing them for nine months. Keep going. It's insanity to me. Can't believe Why? It. It's, let's literally go from birth. Mm -hmm. Because re like <laughs> most, I shouldn't even say most, babies can't take care of themselves. I have yet to meet a baby that pops out of the womb and is like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and cook myself a steak. <laughs> it won't ever happen, I can promise you. Will not happen. But the thing is, because 
our culture is go. Just go. There is no stop. There is no break. There is no nothing. It's just go. When you start meditating and you start giving yourself permission to stop, I can promise you, even if you only do it for five minutes every day for 30 days, after one week, seven after seven days, watch your life shift. If you meditate for five minutes for seven days, what is that math? Five times seven, 35. I think I got it. I know. I was like, I basic math. Who, 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 who done it? I don't know. Um, for some reason, my brain was like, that's like 70 minutes. No, that's not even close to being right. <laughs> if you think about it, that's 35 minutes out of a week. 35 minutes out of a whole week. Five minutes a day for seven days. Watch your life shift. Even if you, even if it's just the guided meditation of like you sitting with your headphones in and it says some, it's some, it's somebody telling you how to breathe for five minutes. I can promise you that your life will shift. Amber can promise you that your life will shift. I was going to say, I can attest to that too. Kids, not joking. We're not lying. <laughs> nope. Play around and see if this is a joke or not. Try it out and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> There's, there's, there's a challenge for you. The two things that you can come out of this with the challenge is stare at yourself for 30 seconds in the mirror and say, I love you and meditate for five minutes for seven days. Mm -hmm. If you do those, if, even if you rotate those two things where one day you say you like day one today, not day one today, you either pick five minutes or you stare at yourself for 30 seconds. I can promise you, you're going to feel a shift after you do it. And then if you continue with it, you're going to continue to see shifts. It's that one thing that pushes you just outside your comfort zone. The thing is, is you're not doing something that is going to kill you. You're doing something that's making you uncomfortable. It is a moment. It is, it is momentarily uncomfortable. There is a moment of discomfort. It's, mo it's a moment in terms of your entire life. This one tiny thing, you're like, it doesn't feel good. There are a lot of things that don't feel good. Yeah. This, this is not one of them. This is just something that you're like, I don't know if I like this. And you just always want to be leaning on that comfort zone. Like we're all, you always have a comfort zone. It's just a given, right? I have yeah. a comfort zone, but we're constantly leaning on the edge of it, pushing it, expanding it every single day. In every waking moment that we can because growth and evolution and transformation happens in those momentary choices what are you mm -hmm. just do moment by moment shapes who you are your life and your destiny if you want to know yeah. where you're going to be in five years truthfully look at your choices that you make in the next week that is where your life will be in five years if you want yeah. to different choices right see the thing is is most people with one more thing with the one more thing is <laughs> one more thing with the one more thing one i this came to mind when you were saying like about the one thing every single day for the listeners do one thing until you notice a difference in your life then choose another thing but like do one thing do a meditation for five minutes every day do 30 seconds in the mirror every single day wait till your life shifts so you get the proven experience that this shit works and you're mm -hmm. And it gives you that like intrinsic motivation and desire to do more because you're like, right. wow, I can change. I do love myself. This is amazing. What else can I do? You just right. It's it's start somewhere. Right. Because you have to build habits. Habits do not just instantaneously happen. Hmm. You have to be taught how to do them. Hmm. It's just like tying your shoes. When you were taught to tie your shoes when you were five years old, like really think back. Like for some of us, that's a little hard. I was like, I'm older than you are. So me thinking back to five-year-old me, I'm like, oh my gosh, so many years ago. It took me until I was 10 to tie my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> but when you learn how to tie your shoes, 
you have you, you you have to learn like you have to screw up you have to tie them wrong you have to like unravel them you have to figure out how all 10 fingers work in order for you to be able to use these two laces to put a bow together but the thing is after you practice and after you practice and after you practice now when you tie your shoes you tie them the same way you always have always like, I know for a fact that I tie my shoes exactly the same every day. I do, too. Wonder- exactly the same. I'm sorry, but do you want to know something embarrassing about me and tying shoes real quick? Sure. <laughs> I had the same way every day, too. But like I said, it took me until I was 10 years old to tie my shoes. I don't know why. But anyways, now I still tie my shoes with two bunny ears because I genuinely don't know how to do that one sliding thing. Cool thing that cool kids do. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> So this is what oh. is, you don't always need like brains to be successful. You just, you just go after your own success. Oh no, absolutely. But I'll, 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 I see your embarrassment and raise you one. In <laughs> order for me to be able to actively wear my shoes correctly, I have to have this, like my laces have to be the exact same length. So like if one of my laces, if, if they're in, like, if they're not identical, I will retie, I will untie my shoes and I will retie them until they are the the loops are exactly the same size (laughs) i'm not kidding like it's it's this weird thing that i have had ever since i was little but i'm like i'll see you (laughs) i'll raise you one (laughs) now i have a question about that real quick before going back to where we were if you look at other people's shoes does it piss you off (laughs) theirs are longer than the other yeah actually (laughs) you can't look at people's shoes (laughs) no it drives me it's it's one of those things where it's like i can't also like if someone has their shoes untied i'm gonna be like yo bro either let me fix it for you or you gotta tie your shoes this is driving me nuts (laughs) so yes but anyway back to the whole like tying give the example of tying your shoes once you do it it is a programmed thing in order for you to do it differently you really have to like flip your entire brain like there was one day I got bored and I decided to to tie my shoelaces backwards because normally I do it right over left. Well, one day I decided to do it left over right just to see, like just to see. It th- it threw off my whole day. Like literally my brain was like, I cannot function now. You did, what did you do? You did something and it was wrong and now I can't function and you did it. Why? And that's all it is. When you start re- when you start doing that one thing that's uncomfortable, your entire existence is like, what the did you just do? What did you just do? Why did you just do this? You totally just you wait, threw wait. off you threw off my groove, man. Like you're waiting for the guy to go fleeing out the the the, the window like an emperor's new group. Like you threw yeah. off his groove. But the thing is, just like in that movie, comes full circle. Now he's a brand new person because of the choices that he made. It's the same with you. You can make different choices. If you don't like where your life is right now, do one thing that pushes yourself just outside your comfort zone and you will watch your life shift because you chose to. You leaned into your fear. You're like, no, no, no. This is the thing that makes me uncomfortable, but I don't like it. Well, here's the thing. You need to give yourself permission to change it. Yes. You don't need permission from anybody else to change. The only person that you need permission from is yourself. And if that means literally writing yourself a a permission slip saying like, I say your name, give myself permission to change this one thing, say what it is, signed this date, sign your name, put a date on it. Do it. Now you have a physical permission slip saying, I get to change my life. Because no one's going to do it for you and no one's going to give you that permission. And if you need to do that permission ship, power to you, do it. Yeah. It's not silly. It's not stupid. Like if you need to do it, do it. And right. mindset, mindset coach perspective, like that's going to actually make you do it. If you get it down and write, if you get down and actually write it pen to pen to paper, you will actually end up doing it. Mm-hmm. Cause that's it's you. Those- oh, this is what we're doing today. And your brain's like, oh, okay, I guess we'll do that because you told me so, because your brain's going to do whatever you tell it to do. Mm-hmm. But- in a new way it's gonna be like okay if you say so still gonna be uncomfortable it's still gonna be a little scary still gonna be a little right all part of the process 
Right. And it takes time to integrate. Like it's the same reason why when you when you update a computer, it doesn't happen instantaneously. It's not like you click a button and all of a sudden brand new computer. It's like, no, your computer has to shut down. It has to restart. It has to do this whole thing. And then it comes back up and you're like, oh, that that's new. And sometimes with these updates, they are so inconsequential that realistically, you don't know that they changed. You have no idea. But then all of a sudden you're doing something else and you're like, oh, that was faster. Mm-hmm. That's your brain. Brains are fucking cool. <laughs> they're incredible. Which, but they're fucking so cool. And like that's the power of us humans is having this conscious mind. When it mm-hmm. comes to like what consciousness really or conscious means, it's like you just have a choice. Right. You have a choice to be better or you have a choice to do the same thing. What's that? I I know you know. I know we all know this one, but what is it? It's like you either grow every day. Or you don't. You either grow or you die every day. That's a little bit extreme for me, but like you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. you're either growing or you're staying the same. What do you want to do? You have a choice in every single thing that you're doing in every single moment, and that's the power that we hold. Right. So. And that's that. Right. That's the thing. That's that's that choice. Is it's like okay, do I want to? And, and the the thing is, is like people will say, "I want to live my most X Y Z life." like the most extraordinary life the best life i can like the the most literally fill in the blank with an adjective life but the thing is are you actively going to go after it you can say that you're going to do something all day long but when are you actually going to do it how long have you been thinking about it and how long have you been working on it right you haven't asked yourself that question before. Think about it today and decide when are you going to start doing what you've been thinking about? When are you going to make your dreams a reality? Yes. Because yes. you absolutely can. Hmm. No one is telling you no. Yeah. You think people are telling you no. Mm-hmm. You think that... about you. Well, it, it, not only that, but going full circle back to the whole fear thing, when you think that people are going to tell you no, it's because you are afraid of actively pursuing the thing that lights you up. Yeah, 100%. It's, sc- like, it's scary to go after your dreams. It is, for a reason. You gotta overcome every single one of those little fears that come up for you. Right. Doing all the fears that are lined out and mapped in, in your path and in your journey for you are leading you to the person that you need to become in order to have the life that you truly want for yourself. In order to mm-hmm. be that person, you got to face every single one of those, not by thinking about it, but by taking action. The only way to actually overcome, I say, quote unquote, overcome fear is by action. What cures mm-hmm. action? Mm-hmm. Say like, you're not going to die. Like you're just going to do it and you're going to learn something from it. Like what, no matter how it goes, whether it goes, great whether it doesn't go so great you're learning something from it and you're taking something with you forward and that's the beauty of it yeah one of my favorite quotes is there is no such thing as regret there is no (laughs) such thing as regret you're either winning or you are learning but either way you're still winning i love that i really love that because realistically when you learn you win Mm -hmm. as long as you're winning you're all or as long as you're learning you're always winning and you're always growing so never exactly right and that's where the win comes in is because when you constantly grow when you constantly evolve when you constantly become more whatever that more is there is you are never going to end your life with regret because you have lived your life to the absolute fullest that's the goal that is the goal that is the absolute goal because you you don't want to stay you don't want to stay who you are forever mm-hmm. it's absolutely fine if you do because you are an extraordinary person you are an extraordinary being i'm not saying that you're not but every single person on this planet was destined for greatness it's up to you to take responsibility to not be afraid of your greatness and to chase after your dreams 
you and can- that's where the applicable knowledge comes in. All of it ties in together. Nobody believes me, but everything ties in together. It really all does. Everything is all, it is that interconnectedness of everything in self-development in the world and all the things like when it comes to fear, like I feel like that's just like the very core essence Mm -hmm. of like limiting beliefs, um, insecurities, like all of those things in your internal world attached to a feeling, of course, but like fear is at the root of like so much of why we don't go after what we want. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Katie, Katie said two minutes before energy healing. So this was a really good talk today. I hope all of the listeners are really getting some value out of this. And if you go and apply what we've talked about today, I know I would love to hear it. I know that Kit would love to hear it. So Kit, why don't you share your social media handle so people can reach you? Absolutely. Come follow me over on at sergeant.says. That's S-A-R-G-E-N-T dot S-A-Y-S. My DMs are always open if you want to come talk to me. Otherwise, just yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. Coolest last name, by the way. I always <laughs> thanks. It's so cool. <laughs> well, what do we want to end today's little chat on? I want to say just for the listeners, if you haven't heard this before, this really helped me. Is like fear is fantasize experiences appearing real. You fantasize Ooh. so much about it that you make it so real in your mind, so you hold yourself back from doing it. And if that doesn't help you, then maybe starting with that one thing until you see a shift in your life and go into that next thing. Take the floor, Kit. All right. My call to action for everyone is what would you do if you weren't afraid? Mm. Let us know in the comments. Come find us on Instagram and tell us. But seriously, what would you do if you weren't afraid? I love that. I really wanted to sit there in silence for people. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what would you do? What would you do? Let us know. Huh, go after it. Love you a lot, Kit. Good chat today. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being here today. We look forward to having you here on the next episode. We would really appreciate it if you get any kind of value out of this podcast or know someone that would gain value from this podcast. Please do us a favor and share this podcast on your social media and with others. Because this message will truly only grow organically with the algorithm from you sharing this message or writing up a rating and review. So if you gain anything from the podcast and can do that huge favor for us, we would greatly appreciate it and love you more than we already do. Make it your mission to live with more intention and be the lighthouse for other people.